0: welcome to Bussy Books. If you're a first-time listener, this podcast is best explained as a place where two long-distance friends, Heather and Minju, hang out to enjoy each other's company and also discuss a book we've both read. And it's been a while since our last episode and we apologize for that, (laughs) but I think we have a pretty good excuse. Yeah, I think we have a pretty good excuse. Pretty good, pretty good. Um so we actually saw each other in between recording the last episode and this one. Yes. But we didn't have a chance to do a live video or anything cuz things got kind of crazy. Very crazy. <laughs> um very crazy. The craziest you could get. <laughs> so Minju came to visit Korea and we were we were scheduled to spend 3 days together. The, th- the third day being like the day before of my actual due date, but um So we spent one day together, Mm -hmm. and then that night, I went into labor.
1: Yes. So
0: that was very exciting.
1: Yeah, but I feel bad because the whole time you were having, like, contractions and stuff like that, Um, Simon, my husband, and I, we were sleeping in the spare room, and we didn't even notice a thing, (laughs) and you guys even went to the hospital. Yeah, I you up. Yeah, you even went to the hospital in the middle of it and got sent home and everything, and we slept through all of it. So um, thanks for the... Accommodation. Which, is, which is our good hospitality. Yeah. Yep, yep. Thanks, thanks. No, I should have woken you up and been like, I'm having contractions. I know. What the I heck are you doing? I know. <laughs> You're so quiet and good. Nah, I
0: couldn't ruin your holiday with, um, with, with my contractions. Oh my gosh. But long story short, gave birth to a beautiful baby. Her name's Lucy. Yay. Um, She's in the other room. Shout out to Yeji. Not sure if she listens to this, but shout out to Yeji for taking care of her. Yes. So yes, our Bossy Books family has gotten bigger, mm-hmm. but in a in a twist. In a twist. In a events. twist to rival the twists of the greatest n- novelist, um, <laughs> our Bossy Books family is getting even bigger. Drum roll, please.
1: Oh my god, you're pregnant again. <gasps> yeah. That's so fast. Heather. Already.
0: <laughs> i know bang 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 him out that's what they say no i'm not pregnant that's disgusting but someone is <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh. Oh. oh 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 yes that's me i decided to copy you i basically i'm just your follower i'm heather's yeah follower. basically
0: yeah yeah she
1: just saw she was yeah she saw
0: how awesome it was <laughs> having a big belly and being tired all the time. You just wanted a taste yes. of it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Yay, Simiji's so Yay. pregnant! Yay! Yay. Um, yeah. So we might have another break <laughs> in August. Yeah, we might sometime. have another break.
0: <laughs> yeah, the next podcast yeah. might be when our kids are like five years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, when we send them to school. But, you know, we both have supportive husbands so maybe it'll we'll work out. Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Thanks, husbands! Yay, and Yeji! <laughs> so... We did manage, even in our like early, I mean, new mum and newly pregnant state, we both managed uh, yes. to read a book. So we you know, did.
1: well done to us. Is well also done to tiring. us. We deserve a little yes, clap. It totally do. is. And today's yeah. International yeah. Women's Day. It is. Um, yeah, and we're a day just to celebrating, celebrating amazing
0: women. Yeah, like <laughs> how
1: amazing women are. How much we yep. accomplish. You know. Yes. How we should really be ruling the world, basically. We make babies, push them out, keep them alive,
0: and read books and record podcasts at the same time. And keep
1: friendships, you know, like, we're killing it. And we're We're even going to say lots of interesting slash funny stuff today.
0: Yeah, we will. We're even entertaining.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, we're killing it. Yeah, we're absolutely killing it. (laughs) Crushing it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So I will um, introduce us to the book. Actually, it's really, um, I think it's a really good book for International Women's Day. It's a women author. And the main characters are sisters, so two women. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it really centers around them. So I guess we'll be talking a lot about women and all their feelings and (laughs) all the things that women have to deal with and go through. Um, But anyways, the book is called Everything Here is Beautiful by Mira Lee. This is actually her debut novel as well. Um and the book- the novel is about two sisters, like I said miranda she 's the older one, and Lucia, who's the younger one um It basically centers around their life, but maybe more so on lucia 's life and what happens to her mm-hmm. um it 's mostly majority of it is I guess a portrayal of the effects of mental illness um so Lucia um later on, or maybe like a third way through. Um, we see that she struggles with mental illness. They say she's um, somewhere in between bipolar and schizophrenia and the doctors can never agree which one it is. Um, But yeah, it's basically the effects of mental illness on Lucia. But I think also importantly, it's a portrayal of how that affects those who love her and those around her. Um, And so the book... um, is written not just in lucia's point of view but it rotates every chapter to someone new so we hear Mm. a lot from miranda her sister um but we also hear from yona who is her husband um and then there's another guy called manny who she has a child with um most they're they're the most of the voices um Mm. but yeah she goes on to live quite a crazy life um, lots of different locations and lots of different seasons um but through all that, I guess the book yeah is it comes a vast range of topics um yeah it does but yeah, but it is um centered around Lucia, her mental illness, and lucia miranda 's sisterhood, like sister mm. relationship um and mm-hmm. family and so yeah that that 's the book it's um not long is it <laughs> I don't know. I read it on Kindle. I think it's like two, three hundred pages, right? Yeah, um, it's,
0: a, it's pretty average length, but it's a very smooth read. Like, did you find that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And the cover's really pretty. Yeah, really. Just yes, that always helps. Stuff right now, <laughs> yeah. that always helps. I don't know. I really well, the like author, the
0: cover. the The author is an ex graphic designer, so I was like, ah. oh, maybe she had a, a a role to play in um yeah in her yeah. cover. The cover is very beautiful.
1: Yes um yeah but it was a really easy flowing read I think um yeah it flowed really well in that you know sometimes you pick up a book and you're like oh where will we at and like I have to re-familiarize myself with everyone and things like that but with this book you don't really find that you can just kind of grab and go um Mm. I don't know you probably read over a longer time than me I was like oh crap got two weeks to go (laughs) What was the title? What was the title of the book again? And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> She's like, "I'm sixty percent through." I'm like, "Ah!" <laughs> but you found it a smooth read.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it an easy read because it mm. does tackle some um, very heavy topics, and mm. it's it gets quite dark. It, I guess, you could say at some at points, but mm. uh, it is. I think it just it flows like it's very readable in that way.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Definitely. So you can pick it up at any time of the day, and even if you're, even if I was only able to read like a few pages at a time, mm. um, it was still like a good reading experience, and uh, it it it, it didn't feel disconnected, you know? No. Yeah. Um. So it was. A, it doesn't it was jump around
1: too crazily, like. Um, you know, sometimes I get worried if like every chapter is a different author, and sometimes yeah. they can move the chapters too fast. You know, and I'm just like, mm. oh, who am I again and stuff. But yeah, yeah, each yeah. chapter is like a decent chunk, um, yeah. I would say, and they don't skip around in time too much, very yeah. rarely. Um, mm. And if anything, it I really appreciate it being able to see like someone else's side of yeah. the same situation um they yeah. definitely over, overlap in like the you know the time of the event Um, So, like, if Lucia is describing her time, you know, with the mental illness and the things she was hearing and Mm. seeing, but then the next chapter is, like, Manny and it kind of, like, tag teams but overlaps a little bit on, like, how he saw, it. like, Lucia's acting really crazy, (laughs) you know, what do I do? Um, Because he didn't know, like, about mental illness or anything like that. And so, Mm. um, I don't know, I found that really interesting and it flows really well, like you said.
0: Yeah, I think it's quite, like, ambitious, especially for a debut author to write a book Mm, from several different perspectives. Because you have to create, like, a unique voice, you know, for every single person. And they're very unique people. Yeah, they are. and. And you know, she herself, the author herself, is um, Chinese American, and so you would assume that it'd be pretty easy for her to write from the Chinese American voice. You know, so yeah, Luci and Luciano's and sister, oh, Lucia Miranda. Yeah. yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah,
0: they're Chinese American, but then the two male characters, um, Yona is a, uh, is a immigrant Russian from Jew? Israel.
1: Yeah. Russian Jew is oh is Russian. Well, oh, I just I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but he's a Jew. He's from Israel. Yeah. he has one arm.
0: Yes, and then Manny is from Ecuador, and he's, he's an illegal immigrant. And so yeah. they're very, very Young different, guy.
1: very unique.
0: Um, yeah. and, but she, I thought she did a really great job in capturing those, those yeah. two characters as well. Yeah, Yeah,
1: and then there's like Miranda. She um, meets a Swiss guy called Stefan. Stefan? Oh, yeah. Stefan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she moves over there as well. And so you kind of hear the Swiss voice. As well. Mm-hmm. Like, Stefan never gets his own chapter, but he is yeah. like, you know, you, you see him in the interactions. Um, yeah. And then Lucia and Manny later on end up moving back to Ecuador um, yeah. into like a village. And so um, then you like learn about Manny's family, his mom, his cousins, his sisters. And that's like a completely different voice as well. So I just feel like yeah. Mira must be such a very like diverse interesting person well traveled Mm. like yeah i thought i was really amazed at how she captured all the voices and um, i didn't have a problem believing any of the characters i feel like the characters will stay with me quite a while um Mm. i'm not sure about unforgettable but i think some aspects definitely um they left an impression on me what about you
0: yeah, I think you, it could have been, because all these characters are kind of like immigrant characters as well, I think it could have mm. been really, it would have been really easy to make some of them a bit cliche, um, yeah, yeah. yeah stereotypical, exactly, yeah. you know, especially if you're writing about the immigrant experience of another, a race that you're not, you know, so, um, you know, there could be like a lot of like cultural name dropping and like, you know, those kind of, <laughs> that kind of, that cliche, but she, it's it's she does it so well. It's like almost like she's native in each character, yeah, you know. It is. And yeah, yeah. So yeah, she must be very like well traveled, and she must have a lot of multicultural friends, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know what? Only on hindsight do I realize how multicultural this book is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the main character is Chinese American, but then every other character is also like she has um like Lucia's best friend is like a uh, Sri Lankan, oh. I think. Yeah! Um, yeah! Yeah! Or Pakistani, yeah. I'm not sure, and then yeah, yeah, but then and then yeah, you're right, there's a whole chunk that happens in Ecuador and like um yeah. all that is, you know, Manny's family and the the people she meets there. Mm. Um but she does it so naturally. Like it doesn't yeah. she doesn't make it into a thing. It's like it's not like she's pushing this book as like, Oh, this book is so like multicultural and about yeah. um people of colour. No. Um it's 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 so natural and yeah. I I think on hindsight like you don't even realize it when you're reading it and so in hindsight I think that's something I appreciate about this book as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it like in that aspect.
0: Was there a particular chapter or like voice that you liked the best? Well,
1: um I I don't Wait, I I don't know if you can guess. I don't actually. I'm trying to now. I'm trying to guess what, whose voice you would have liked. But um, I really like Yona. Oh, does he does he only get one chapter at the end, or did he, did he get one
0: earlier? No. As well?
1: Um. Yeah. I get. I think he gets like one or I think he maybe maybe has at least two. Okay. Um. But even his voice, like in other people's chapters, like mm. his interactions with Lucia, um. Or his some some of his interactions with Miranda, I really love. But I love people like Yona, like he's mm. like he's like a big guy. He yeah. has one arm, but he's super friendly. Um, he's not well um, educated. Mm-hmm. Um, he just runs a shop basically at the beginning. Mm-hmm, he's easily mm-hmm. tru- He easily trusts people, calls them family. Like he's like friendly and fun and like social but at the same yeah. time he's just like a simple guy you know he just loves lucia he loves his family you know yeah. things are black and white for him um and the way he talks is super simple and clear and i think there were a lot of like quotes of his or like things that he said that i just found like kind of endearing mm. um whereas you know the other characters are quite complicated and yeah they are yeah but Yona's is very like yeah, he's simple. He's a simple Yeah, dude. I guess he's kind of a... Like and a, he's unchanging. Pure. He's yeah, pure he's pure and he hearted. Has a, he yeah. has a really big
0: heart. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah, quite yeah. a beautiful man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, um, all the way through, he's just Yona. You know, mm. no matter what Lucia throws at him, no matter how yeah. their marriage falls apart and changes, he's yeah. the same guy with the same reaction. Like, yeah. he, he's like happy to have Lucia back in his life. He's happy if she's happy somewhere else. Or he's not happy, but he's willing to be happy. You know, yeah. and just yeah, I don't know. I really he's like a big bear. I love big bear kind of men, like
0: you know, like
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. He
0: really does love her, like yeah. His love for her is so enduring and unchanging. Very pure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really, really mm. liked it. Yeah.
1: Who do you think I liked? I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else was likable, <laughs> or like maybe you just maybe you just found them interesting.
0: I really liked Manny's chapter. No um, Yeah I that did That is
1: interesting but I hate him for his cheating ways
0: Oh yeah I mean he's yeah. a bit of a um, scoundrel in that sense But oh he's a Latino, hot-blooded Latino man Oh my gosh that's
1: totally racist But I know <laughs> what am I going to do with you But that um, is how it's kind of like Manny cheats like so easily Yeah
0: like, To, it's to him it's like... just like I just have needs
1: he They're does it so primal. easily
0: that I did not hold him against, hold it against him for one second. <laughs> what? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, just because it, it's it's just it's yeah. I I don't know. I guess it's the way that it's written as well. It doesn't. She doesn't demonize his cheating. Like it just no. um, it just it just it just happens. It's so like naturally. he just went
1: for a drink of water. He was thirsty. Yeah, so, kind of. So, you know, yeah, like he felt like pork ribs, He ate pork ribs. You know, like yeah, yeah. I know, but like I don't know. Cheatings. I yeah. Cheating's cheating, Heather.
0: Yeah, I hate cheating too, but some for some reason I didn't get like With feel all moralistic about Manny's cheating for some reason.
1: But Manny has really like endearing and um what do you call it? Like praiseworthy morals as well and character.
0: He does, he does. Yeah. And um and I, it's not so much his character itself, but I think just that chapter I thought was really well done, because because mm. um, I've traveled I've traveled to South America and I have this really mm. random fascination with like that culture too, oh. and I've I've read a few books set in um, written by Latin American authors and I just love that. Oh, there's I have I, so little connection. It's hard to describe. They they have a particular. You know how like they so naturally weave in Spanish into what they say. Like yeah, that's something yeah. that happens in his chapter and also. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's this kind of heat and um liveliness and vibrancy to um that kind of writing and i think it's mm. really it was really fascinating that she was able to capture that voice so well mm. um it was it was really reminded me of some of like the latin american uh books that i've read
1: that's awesome
0: um, and i i think she did such a good job at capturing his uh experience as this illegal alien like throughout his chapter his first chapter yeah Yeah. uh he you can really sense that he lives in this constant state of fear yeah
1: yeah
0: um of being an illegal uh, living in new york and And you know that's an issue that's that's a really like prevalent issue these days too something that we hear a lot about and so i and but i don't really know what that feels like but i thought she did such a good job at um at Mm. letting the reader in to what it really Mm. feels like to kind of uh, live almost in hiding, doing odd jobs here and there, constantly in fear of like he can't even go to like the hospital. No. Um. Well, and he's afraid of calling the police when something bad happens because or he might driving. get caught and deported. Yeah, even driving,
1: because he might randomly get pulled over. He always yeah. makes sure to stay like two. What is it like? Two kilometers below the speed limit, like yeah, yeah, but not not too slow, not too fast, um, yeah, yeah, anything. And there are some close moments, and you get into a cold sweat, like yeah, like yeah, he does, thinking, oh crap, like he's gonna get caught now. Um, that was one
0: of my favorite. Scenes actually, I I guess you can call a scene, but like when he gets pulled over, I think they're just doing random breath checks or something. Yeah, and then um, he's panicking, and he's got his daughter. So he and Lucia have a baby. He's got her name's Essie, and Mm. she's got he's got her in the back, and she just she starts crying and she vomits, and that kind of distracts the police officer, and he's kind of like, oh, you should just take her home, Mm. and then um, he says, you know, thank you, you know, my daughter, and Mm. it's like she saves him in that moment, and I thought. I, that was really, um, I don't know, I really liked that. Yeah, that was yeah. One of my favourite moments,
1: yeah. No, it was really good. So, like, just to catch people laugh... Basically what happens is like it starts with Lucia and Miranda, they're young but it kind of skips the adulthood really fast and um, early on Lucy and, Lucia and Miranda's mom passes away uh, but I think that's kind of when the voices start for Lucia, um, that's what they say and mm. Lucia um, ends up meeting Yona like just in New York somewhere, they fall in love and they get married and Miranda, she's like you know she's like the planner, you know she's older, she's the older one she's she's responsible, she's always trying to protect Lucia, but Lucia's is like the younger, vibrant, like headstrong one, the passionate one who like lived in South America for a few years, just going city to city, teaching English, and you know she's like the gypsy kind of girl anyway, she gets married to Yona, um, but then she kind of has more voices later on, like yeah it's kind of like like, she has, like, really healthy times where nothing's wrong and, like, people yeah. love her. She's, like, charismatic and social yeah. and warm and free she's spirit. always, like, the middle... Yeah, free-spirited. She's always, like, well-loved and known in the neighborhood and stuff like that. But then she starts, I guess, going a little... I don't know. don't have to say off? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, yeah, she's, like, has voices and does very odd things. Like, she'll be... Yeah. Once she was, like, screaming with, like, most of her clothes off in the middle of New York winter... Um, at a tree for someone to come down but no one was there and stuff like that and so she has like these um, times where she gets taken to hospital and into like um, psychiatric wards Um, Mm. and her sister's always there and her sister's like very protective, she's always worrying about her and making sure she takes her pills and she has all this Mm. information on the mental stuff and you know you just see a sister that's um, she's, she's quite forceful about making sure Lucia gets the right treatment, yeah. the right drugs and stuff like that. Um, anyway, so in the end, she, Lucia ends up leaving Yona. Um, she wants to have a baby, and he doesn't. Yeah. No, he does He's already got, like, two kids with someone yeah. else or something. But it's the baby, and it's also, like, her mental illness, right? And she yeah. just wants to be away. So she leaves in, and goes to another city for a while or whatever. She comes, back like, to New York. Um, she ends up, like, randomly meeting Manny, this young Latino dude, at a laundromat, I think. Mm. They go out yeah. for a drink. Um, then she ends up, like, moving in with him. And she falls pregnant. And... Yeah. Things are going great, but then soon after the baby, yeah. um, things start to go wrong again. Yeah, um, and Manny has no idea what's going on. He's also like uneducated as well, um, and he's scared of hospitals and all this stuff. Um, but so while all this is happening, Manny's left with Essie, his daughter, who's only like what like a month or two old, and mm. he basically like raises her on his own for a while until. Um, she gets out of hospital with the right pills and commits to taking them. Um, they like Manny says a lot of things about Judy, you know, with um, Lucia. Yeah. And Yeah. He has a strong and sense so, of family. Yeah. And everything he does, like sticking with Lucia and everything, tiptoeing around her, all the other things that he had to do for her, he's like doing it for Essie, you know. Yeah. So that they can but- be together. Yeah. He does love Lucia, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he does. He cares, but I think... Um, Not sure if she loves it's him, confusing. but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing I learned about mental illness in through this book as well, is that it's hard to know when it ends and starts with a person. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, I mean, when
0: you kind of read the blurb of this book, it does put it forward as, like, a story of two sisters and, you know, mm. one of them having a mental illness. Um, mm. Did you find that like the that narrative kind of dominated the book, or because I feel like it's about so much more? And I th- I think other yeah. aspects of the book kind of pulled me in more than the the mental mm. illness part, or even the sister relationship part, because mm. you know there's a relationship between um Lucia and Yona, and then there's Lucia and Nanny, yeah. and then there's Lucia and Essie. Essie. Um, yeah, Manny and so, Essie. Yeah, Manny and Essie, and so it's also about you know, love, romantic love. It's also about motherhood. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, And th- I think it's about things... so much like it yeah, is like immigrant yeah. experience. It's yeah. about like legal immigrants, like the, like Lucy and Miranda and like yeah. how they grew up, how their mom just went through so much, um, you know, to have, to give them what they have now. Yeah. And then the illegal immigrant experience through mm. Manny, um, parenthood, infidelity.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Cancer. Like two people have cancer in this thing. Yeah. Yeah, there there a lot is covered.
0: I think she does a pretty good job at at tackling all these things and, you know, especially um the the mental illness aspect of it. Mm. And I think especially the part there's like a a long chapter where she's actually institutionalized and Mm. um, we read about uh, her interactions with the nurses and the doctors and the other patients. And I think, and that's kind of her at her sickest. And Mm. that gives us a very um, real picture of uh, what it's like um, to deal with this kind of severe mental illness. And also, um, you know, what it's like to be like the carer or the family member of, Of someone Mm. like that, Um, but then I feel I I felt like that part of the book kind of um, faded, like towards Mm. the second half. It wasn't so much about her uh, her sickness any anymore. Like, did you would you agree?
1: Yeah, I think once they moved to Ecuador, yeah, it I think it became less about mental illness because yeah, I mean. It did have its like reoccurrences, but not for such a long or like intense time. Mm. Um, I think it became more about like parenthood. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Responsibility, family, and yeah. then um Lucia who's like for a while she's happy in that Ecuadorian village. Yeah. But she's like itching to be more. Yeah. You know, she yeah. ends up taking a job in the city, which is like one and a half like rickety bus drive away. Yeah. Um. Ends up, st- ends up getting another flat there. Stays three nights a week, and then comes back to her daughter. You know, feeling guilty. Like, um. You know, all all those kind of things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like being a working mom and mm. the guilt and yeah, um, what happens when you have a child and it can tear yeah. like the mum and dad's relationship. Yeah. Like I, I, I yeah.
0: Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I think that was, you know, that those good times are really necessary to bring out Lucia as an actual character, as opposed mm. to someone who is just consumed by her illness. Because yeah. she is like one of the most interesting characters. She's so she she's vibrant, and she's also she's a writer herself. So her yeah. chapters are particularly well expressed, and yeah. there are these like beautiful passages um, in the way that she mm. just absorbs life and interacts mm. with the world around her. But yeah. I thought also I thought that bit was also a little bit. If, it, if you're going to come out and write a book about mental illness and she does such a good job in the first part, mm. the second half, it almost becomes like, it's just a matter of whether she takes her pills. So it's like, if she takes a pill, she's fine. And if she mm. doesn't take her pills, she goes off the rails. Like <laughs> it, it kind of just becomes a little bit, um, I don't know it, that part of her, the mental illness part of her seems to have been a little oversimplified yeah. in order to just let the story go on
1: to something more exciting or something.
0: Yeah, because, you know, yeah. to write – the reality of someone with mental illness is really bleak. It's bleak. Yeah. And, like, you know, those chapters that do describe um, her at her worst moments are bleak. And mm. um, and it's a bit overwhelming. And you're like, oh, my God, like, this sounds so hard. Like, yeah. to not only have – to to be the person who has the illness and also to be the person that loves that person. Like, yeah. it's – so hard, and you could, and then there's that um, that fear that you could completely lose them to mm. that illness, you know. I guess like that wouldn't make that good a book. I mean, it'd be a very mm. harrowing book to write mm. completely about that. But then, on the other hand, it seems a little bit. I don't know. It just when I thought about it, it was like, oh, her illness kind of just fades into the background
1: yeah. towards the end. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I don't know because I don't have anyone around me who suffers from mental illness or that I mm. know of like this in this kind of severity but yeah. i i kind of like i kind of like that the book kind of showed um that there was more to a person than just their mental illness and yeah, there, was, there was there yeah. was something beyond it that they could like manage almost but you know in the when afterwards in ecuador the fact about her mental illness is always looming around yeah, them yeah, every yeah. day like manny yeah. is always thinking about it he's like oh yeah and he spies on her to make sure she takes her pills i know just taking the pills seems like overly simplified and then yeah. at some point, a weird shaman gets involved. But um, <laughs> but she's always kind of been like that. She likes the she likes Chinese herbs and drinking them yeah. and believing in them and stuff she's like that. She's a hippie. She's a yeah. She's spiritual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like. I don't know maybe it's a little more accurate because there are people out there who have right, found the right medicine that works for them who are mums? who are working who are yeah like traveling and um we wouldn't even know like they could be in my workplace and I don't know yeah you know I mean and that's maybe great if
0: you can I mean I guess for me I'm like oh like is it can, I, I don't know that much so I was like yeah you know me too. <laughs> I was I was like oh that's awesome if you can take pills and You know, function almost completely normally because my understanding was that you know, even taking that medication, Mm. that that affects your personality and your your health and like how you um, function and have relationships as well. Like, it's not like any kind. Of of course, yeah, it is. It is a it's a real disease, and it's like a chemical imbalance in the brain, Mm. and so medicine can address it deal with mm, it but mm. i always know that there's like side effects and that's why a lot of people yeah. don't like taking the medication yeah. and things like that but with but Lucia, she luckily found
1: the perfect one <laughs>
0: it's yeah it seems like she has these magic pills yeah. that um when she takes them she's completely fine and she's beautiful and she's a great mother and yeah. she's a yeah but um i mean i guess if we can not pretend but if we want if we accept that that's real yeah. um then that's great yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, she yeah. has hard times.
0: She does, like, yeah. You know,
1: she has those times where she's just, like, sleepy all the time. She just slept yeah, a lot. Yeah, or, um, yeah, Times in the city. And then, you know, the real breakdown happens just before she's going to leave Ecuador.
0: Mm-mm-mm. I could... Do
1: you remember that scene? I could almost not believe what was happening.
0: When she um, gets confronted by her sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. night before she
1: was leaving. Yeah. I almost felt, like, torn for her. Because I... She seems so happy, I kinda of wanted her to be able to go.
0: Yeah, I do, do you know me I mean? too actually. Like so yeah. Lucia kind of hatches a secret plan to yeah. leave Ecuador with her daughter to to um find Yona, but then mm. her sister finds out and confronts her and stops her from going. But She yeah, flies was, all the way
1: from Switzerland. Yeah. Like
0: as yeah. as heartbreaking as it would be to take um Essie away from Manny, who does love her and is a good father, yeah. I was
1: like be free. <laughs> I know. Isn't That's... I was like, you and Yonah are so happy
0: together. Yeah, go go find your soulmate. You know, yeah. now you have you can have it all. You have your baby and you can have your soulmate. Just yeah. go. <laughs> and it was a perfect plan, you know? Yeah. yeah. But you do... I think Lucia is a very lovable character, as complicated as she is, and you do really root for her. You yeah. do root for her. And that you is do. why I was quite upset. Is it too soon to go to the ending? Now I'm going to go there. But I think because... <laughs> Because you really root for her, and she really is the heroine of this story. Yeah. The ending is a the ending kind of upset me a little bit.
1: Yeah, but the ending ending was nice.
0: The epilogue it was yeah. a it was a consolation, but <laughs> um, I was kind of unhappy at how um, yeah at Lucia's fate.
1: To be honest, I just really love this book. Like okay, so I got like eighty percent through. Yeah. And I I really enjoyed the book, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, Don't murakami me right now. Like I ha- <laughs> I have like PTSD. I was oh, like gosh. I was like, I cannot, I refuse to fall in love with this book until I see the ending, because that's yeah. what I did naively to Murakami, and he yeah, yeah. My, my heart into pieces, <laughs> so I was like, yeah. and then I read the ending, and I was like, I love this book, because it closes the, do you know what I mean, like, it does, the only mystery yeah. is, did she commit suicide, or was it, like, a genuine mistake, she, like, walked out into the storm and got frozen like yeah you know, suffered from the snowstorm yeah um, i that i can definitely live with compared to like all the other things that happened in the murakami book yeah but this book really like ties up all the ends with the epilogue especially was like the perfect ribbon to the end of this it book. is yeah yeah and so i was just i was i just had a grateful heart
0: <laughs> Real, yeah i mean i guess <laughs> you expect you're traumatized your, ex, your expectations yeah. were low yeah.
1: Mira Lee is a brave writer. <laughs>
0: no, I knew that
1: this was going to be the kind
0: of book that would have an actual ending. I was so
1: scared. I feel like it was too. I just I
0: was like it was too tidy, and I think mm. it robbed Lu- Lucia of the her the complexity that she yeah. was um, yeah. that she was given, and I yeah. almost felt like it was a bit of a cop out. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, a bit hard because it was
1: time. I, I know what you're saying too, though, because mm. then you can wrap it up but yeah. then to go on again so basically um lucia ends up visiting yona in minnesota oh that kind of rhyme because he, rhymes. Cause he's dying because he has cancer yeah he's yeah. dying from cancer and so she's she tells manny i'm gonna leave for a while i just want to be there for his last moments um but then she ends up staying a really long time um, mm. actually i don't know how long it is but he he passes away it's I really like the end scenes with her and Yonah reunited.
0: Yeah, um, they're, they're very nice.
1: Yeah. But then soon after he passes away, she dies. Um, yeah. She's found
0: frozen to death.
1: Yeah. So when he dies, I was like, well, what's she going to do now? Do you know Yeah. I mean? What's Lucy going to do now? Is she going back to Ecuador? Is she going to get a daughter? Like, there's just too many, like, possibilities. Mm. And I guess if... She, if if Mira Lee was to pursue one of these, it would be like another two hundred pages. Do you know what I mean? Like it would. Or I mean, what she could have done.
0: I mean, yes, I'm giving advice to you, Mira T. Lee. <laughs> um, I think she could have shown she could have shown a new, like the beginning of a new beginning for Lucia, and just kind of ended okay. it on a hopeful note. You know, sure, like sure. Yeah. that's what I really wanted. I I mean, I know like she she wasn't. She would never have a fairy tale ending like she's too complex a character for that but I wanted to have her at least like a hopeful or you know in that sense a happy I really wanted a happy ending for her because she was Mm. she was like a fighter you know she was Mm. a survivor um she was uh you know doing you know she was doing relatively well and you know she had like even though yes she has this debilitating illness she was um she had
1: a, she gave life everything,
0: yeah, and she had this beautiful daughter who she really genuinely loved, mm, you know, mm, like mm. beyond her illness like the she was uh as good a mother as she could be, you know, she really loved her daughter, and so like for her daughter's sake, and for her sake you know i wanted i mm. wanted there to be something something really like good coming out of it and i mm. um but yes yeah, just just to see her die like that yeah. um that was like it was so cold literally she froze to death yeah Yeah, it was
1: (laughs) yeah but you know Um, who it was kind of a happy ending for though it sounds selfish but i really felt for miranda and stefan
0: Mm. and like the
1: effect lucia was having on miranda's life yeah Um, and you got to see it more clearly because she was married to this swiss guy stefan and they're living in the most peaceful like diplomatic safe life in switzerland i think the swiss the swiss life was a little bit of a cliche like a super (laughs) polite family and you know drinking hot
0: chocolate
1: (laughs) and like um always commenting on the beautiful wine or whatever yeah
0: um
1: and just everything's too calm and peaceful there which kind of drove miranda nuts too but you Mm. By, by Miranda and Stefan's like relationship every time Lucia happened or every time Miranda got a call or she had to go overseas again and drop everything like you could just see like how horrific it was for Miranda yeah um, and in return Stefan and um, I don't know in, in that way I felt a little relieved for them mm. a bit Do you know what I mean like yeah I know it's mean. I know it's selfish. But I think
0: I'm kind of mean on the other sense that I found myself judging Miranda a lot. Oh yeah. Like, what do you mean? I, I know that this book is meant to show like how hard it is to be like the family member or like to yeah. have someone you love so dearly suffer yeah. from mental illness. And also like the hard choices that you have to make and also the boundaries that you have to set and like the distance mm. that you have to give between. But I, and I, and I think they set up Miranda to be someone you're really meant to empathize with. But I just kept on thinking you're a bad sister. And I know that's like very judgmental. Like I think even her moving to Switzerland, I felt like that's so selfish. Your sister is like, she's like at, uh, you know, at risk of she's, of harming herself at all times. Like you should be within driving distance from your sister. And then no, that's too, I,
1: that's too much.
0: I know. I know. I know realistically. And I know that that's, it's unfair, but I really but just she thought has, that.
1: Yeah. But she had like Manny that she was living with. And do you know what I but mean? But Manny like, is so ill-equipped to deal with her illness. Like I he doesn't know, know anything. She, so do you think she should have like broken up with Stefan and like, Stayed near her sister at all times. I already feel like Miranda gave up too much. I mean,
0: she did. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how I meant to feel, but I just couldn't. Oh, I was like, yeah. wow. I, I, was, I was like, how person. could you move to a different country? And then, wow. and then
1: even at the end, I thought it was amazing she flew back and forth so much. See, and at the drop see, of a hat.
0: Like for me, I was like, uh, why don't you visit more often?
1: Wow. <laughs> if you're going to okay. move overseas,
0: you need to take an annual trip back wow. to visit your ailing family member
1: Wow. and
0: like yeah and then even at the end of the book um where things are kind of really neatly closed for um Miranda really gets closure and she has this interaction with a grown-up Essie hmm. and then and then it says that she hasn't seen her since she was four months old and I was oh, like yeah. you never visited <laughs> you no. didn't you didn't visit ecuador like come on it's your sister's daughter it's your niece like you're a bad auntie like i just i don't know i I've, I've i i i really judged her and i think that
1: but she would be so out of place then what would they even talk about
0: um her mother lucia
1: <laughs> and, and you know, I, know. It's, I think it's a bit I ridiculous it, that 18 year old s awesome. has to come
0: and say tell me about my mother like yeah, maybe. I got a bit. Yeah, I. I. That's I so funny because I was like, yet.
1: I was like, oh, she's been sending her English books and like talking to, keeping in touch with Manny about her education, yeah. and I was like, oh, Miranda's all right.
0: I think that's so the we must response we're meant di- to have.
1: Oh really? Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I think we just have very different standards. So. Yeah. I hope my little brother never suffers from a mental illness because i guess he's getting very little support from me (laughs) no that's (laughs) basically what's happening yeah
0: i know that i'll never live up to the standard that you know i'm holding this fictional character to you know and i i I, you still think
1: they should do it
0: yeah i know theoretically that it's impossible that you shouldn't have to like you know put put your entire life on hold because you know yeah there's you happen to have a sick family member but i mean Lucia was
1: like 30s nearly like early 40s or something like... Yeah. Yeah. She's so a fully been, grown adult, yeah. Yeah. Come on.
0: But still, she's so unwell. I don't know. I just... Uh, yeah, people <laughs> I, I, are... Yeah. I can help uh, it. I've
1: you're my friend for a very, very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care, care of you. Me. Okay, yeah. Take care.
0: <laughs> so that's why, for me, I think the sisterhood part of it, I think at the mm. beginning... It was really nice when they were living in the same city, but then towards the as it as the story progressed, I saw Miranda as nothing more but the Pill Police. Like that's what mm. she felt like. I didn't.
1: Yeah. I didn't feel her
0: love for her sister very she, very strongly.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, she just expresses it in like a very direct way. Like she's almost yeah. like a lawyer. You know what? I it also got me was I feel like I was when I was thinking about Miranda, I always thought I always think of the Sex and the City character. <laughs> her name's Miranda, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I always imagine to be kind of a lawyer, no fuss. Like she is you, kind of She taking her pills or not? Yeah, yeah. And so, and, but I do like Miranda in Sex and, sex and the City as well, because like mm. she get she you see her softer side as yeah. the series goes on. So I think maybe that kind of made me like bit biased in liking okay, so, Miranda in this story and <laughs> getting them stuff so in my mind. Sex
0: and the City fans will like. Them. <laughs> The Miranda yeah, yeah, character, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you will, you
1: will, yeah. I love sexuality.
0: Yeah. But she was um, definitely my least favourite
1: oh, okay. person. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't mind Miranda, but the relationship I really kind of enjoyed in a way was actually the one between Miranda and Yona.
0: Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that was very beautiful. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah and cuz they're two very different people and you know in the beginning Miranda's very suspicious that Lucia wants to marry this man yeah. this burly jovial one-armed one-armed man, man. yeah Jeez. um but then in the end they like really they would call each other family and yeah they, they really love each loved other. each other yeah <laughs> that, yeah it was so endearing and especially at the end um when he's about to pass away and they're in this big house and um Miranda comes to stay for a while and just their interactions, um, or even their phone interactions about Lucia is just very, like, warm. And I don't know, like, Miranda it definitely is. warmed up to Yona. Yona got Miranda, even though they're so different. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was the most endearing, like, most beautiful part.
0: Yeah. <laughs> even though, like, I think they're both kind of people of few words. Neither yeah. of them are very, like, emotionally expressive people no. yeah. but then they're bonded by this huge thing that they both like love, love so much Lucia and yeah. they, they they understand each other in a way that no one else can really understand them and that's why they have this extremely special bond um, and yeah like he calls her sister like to the very end yeah. so that Gee. was that, that yeah. was a really beautiful relationship
1: yeah there's this yeah. one quote right at the end um, when he's talking to her I think he's like bedridden by now and he says, "Oh, he's talking to her, and the quote is, then I thank you for coming here. I hate airplanes, she says, but I'd rather see you alive than in a casket. And then he says, you see now why I love G.A. You know, it's just, like, mm. so... Like, the way he talks is very, like, kind of broken, but very direct and honest yeah. and pure hearted And yeah. you're just like, they love each other! Like, yeah. in, like, they, such they, a wholesome they up, family way. Exactly, yeah. they're like
0: brother and sister at the end. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I That's think maybe... Special. I was curious how you would have felt too now that you um, have a bun in the oven, but I think <laughs> being a new mum, like mm. I thought, the the motherhood aspect of this book really kind of like spoke to me, and mm. you know, it's it I didn't expect the book to be about that at all, but it really no, like mm. it it the relationship that. Um, like, well, first, like, Lucia's desire to have a baby and then her experience of being pregnant, her experience of having a newborn, even though she does have this severe postnatal psychosis, mm, mm. and then, like, her 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 relationship with Essie as they spend their time um, in Ecuador. Mm. That really drew me in. And mm. um, there were some really uh, beautiful passages that described kind of, you know, the pureness of her love. Mm. Um, and... Um, those like... And just the way she... Like, when you see Essie through Lucy's eyes and um, there's this one passage that I highlighted, she wrote, she's like some mythical creature, freshly hatched, embodying awe and delight as she stomps through a mud puddle. Mm. Like, I think, you know, because as cheesy as it is, because, you know, I'm experiencing these new feelings that I've never had before, you know, as a yeah. new mother. And I have, a you know, having a little daughter as well. Yeah. And just this kind of new love that I'm feeling. And mm. that's very difficult to express. I felt like... um you Know, Mira Lee did such a good job at expressing these kind of really pure yeah, and awful. new, yeah, yeah. this all-filled um, yeah. love that you have, you know, for your daughter. And yeah, and also, like, I felt so anxious knowing that she was sick and she had this mm. tiny baby to take care of. And I was like, oh my god, like, don't mm. kill your baby! Like, mm. and then, I know, I was and, worried about And things that too. like that, yeah.
1: Cause at some point, um, her baby's just like Manny comes home and the baby's yeah, just covered in poo and crying. Yeah, and she hasn't fed it all day, and yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's scary. It does get scary at, at a point, um, mm. but yeah, I think that that her love for her daughter remains constant and mm. so pure like despite her illness mm. um like you yeah. know she she does at some point contemplate leaving ecuador and leaving essie behind but oh my very gosh. quickly i was
1: so scared then too i was like is she yeah. gonna do this is no she crazy? <laughs> like yeah. as
0: soon as she sees her she's like no i can't like yeah, i cannot can't. i can't i can't live uh-huh. and um you know, I guess, like, you know, you, I guess the the story that you hear so much is, like, a mother that struggles with mental illness is a bad mother or, like, mm. is an unfit mother, and that's kind of a, a story you hear a lot. But, you know, yeah. like, seeing this character, case, yeah. yeah, who, hmm. yeah, she's very sick, but then she's, in that sense, in the sense of how much she loves Essie and wants to care for her and wants the best for her, she's yeah. a great mother, and I, I really liked that, um that part of the story. And also Manny and Essie as well. Like, how much Manny loves Essie, that's that's yeah. really beautiful too, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's so faithful and... To his beautiful. daughter. <laughs> yeah, to his... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get started on that. And yeah. I think um, that's interesting. I think the way that she loved her daughter didn't really stand out to me because I was like, of course she loves her daughter or whatever, <laughs> but I'm sure it had, like, a new perspective for you. But I think what I... Um, thought found was interesting about the parenthood and the kid and the pregnancy and all that um was how the baby actually affected or having a child affected Manny and Essie uh Manny and Lucia the Mm. two parents Mm -hmm. because I guess I'm probably like what's this baby gonna do to Simon and I's marriage (laughs) (laughs) so like I don't know what you read into a book is like quite like um exposes you do you know what I mean yeah, to yeah. What you're actually interested in and you know um yeah just like even the fact that they were I mean they were never like crazy in love maybe at yeah. the beginning but you know um the baby happened really fast and yeah. the mental illness thing just like struck them really early so I think yeah. a, a lot of them two being together was more duty than mm. like love um yeah But still, the way that... Because they were parents now, um, the baby took up most of their time. Uh, The child took up most of their time. They were less affectionate to each other. Mm. Um, You know, like... Even... You, do you know many, what i mean? I Manny
0: goes off and finds i mean you know love bells yeah, about it
1: but not <laughs> only that it's kind of like their interaction is colder and there's always um they just love the daughter they don't love each other and yeah. they don't have conversations anymore they don't have fun anymore and yeah. like you kind of even though um their circumstances very like like specific like yeah not it's not a common experience what they're no, going through yeah. Um, you can still kind of see like almost like how pet, but normal parents like my parents or other people's parents like go through this like once they have kids like they kind of lose the intimacy and the friendship and the bond that they just had before the kid came along and then it just becomes about the kid and they were very that and so I was just like how do I stop this (laughs) so when I'm reading their story I'm like you know like (laughs)
0: How but do I prevent
1: I, this from happening? I I would
0: explain that by saying I don't think Lucy ever really loved Manny. I think she kind yeah. of just used him because she was so desperately wanted to have a baby. And yeah. then, I mean, I'm sure she had some love for him, but she Kinda never loved her him. down,
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: never loved him as closely as um, she even close to how much she loved Yona. And that becomes mm. very clear later on. And mm. I think it would have been very different if she actually did have a child with Yona. I don't yeah. think their relationship would have dissolved.
1: In that but way. It's still a reality that this happens to parents all around us. It does. And and then to accuse all of them to say you didn't really love each other. Oh no,
0: yeah, no, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I'm just like, yeah. Three's a crowd, baby. Three's a crowd. <laughs> right.
0: It is true. It is true. I mean, like, being in that situation now, it does really change the dynamic, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. you're you're just like You know, two of you against the world, and then suddenly there's this like baby (laughs) in between you all the time. But I know. Yeah, I mean, kill. Kill Oh gosh, no! I guess you just have to. It's your. It's all about perspective. It's like you know, is this thing is this not this thing, but is this baby (laughs) going to, um, like detract from the relationship, or is it going to make the relationship even fuller? And you just. You just, it's, you know, marriage, your your relationship is always evolving. Suddenly yeah, we yeah. turned into, like, a marriage therapy podcast. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of becoming like that. Like, I think when we first started this pod, I was engaged and what? you were married.
0: No way. You weren't already married? Oh, sorry. No, nah, you were. Okay. You was, were. You no, no, married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. when
1: we first started doing book reviews together. Oh, yeah. Then, like,
0: reading books together, reading yeah. Reading
1: books and talking on Skype once a month about the book I was engaged yeah yeah and then once I came back to Sydney and got married then we started mm-hmm. the pod right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah our it, lives I have changed a lot yeah and I guess the pod's just gonna turn into some big ajuma chat or something yeah i know like we're just gonna talk Korean about like chat. yeah
0: yeah what purees we're making for our babies yeah. and what color their poo kitchen poo is appliances and stuff like that yeah DIY projects. i
1: yeah.
0: just got a new vacuum that i'm very excited new about vacuum. so
1: harping <laughs> on about our husbands who do nothing and like uh, annoying kids breastfeeding oh, you know gosh. these are the kind of you know topics you can look forward to now i think yes. we've lost all our male listeners now
0: Look, we'll just smoothly transition into a completely different kind of podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We might have to re- rename it. Nah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyways, I don't know. Hopefully, like, our listeners enjoy changing with us. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I think it is interesting how, like, as your life changes and as you have new life experiences, the way you yeah. read books will change too, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way we interacted with right. this book is probably very different to how we would have read it, you know, when we were younger, Two years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, I think so. But maybe next book we should try to choose like a really manly one. About guns or something.
0: Something that we both completely don't, don't relate to at all. <laughs> we can't yeah, bring babies into it.
1: Okay. Yeah, somehow We'll, nah, we'll
0: read a war book.
1: Oh gosh. You know I would like that.
0: <laughs> Your favourite, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Traumatic.
0: Actually events. we We haven't done nonfiction in a while, so maybe we should. That's true.
1: Yeah. We could read like a biography or something. You know? Yeah. Any yeah. final comments on the book? Um, I really like the title of the book, mm, Everything Here yeah. is Beautiful. Yeah. So that's like a reoccurring thing um, between all the characters, I think, as they go, especially go to different locations. Um, yeah. And that's something they often say to, to each other over the phone or in emails. How are you? How is it there? And yeah. um, they will just say, everything here is beautiful. And
0: yeah.
1: um, I think in the midst of like the chaos or like the heartache and the mental illness and the confusion... Yeah. Um, I think that sentence really helped me to... Or, like, made me think that they were still somehow able to have some perspective and, and like, still somewhere be thankful about the beauty that surrounded them. Like, yeah. nature-wise or just what they had. Yeah. Um, and then it was, like, really poignant when um, when um, Miranda goes to tell Manny in the airport at Ecuador about Lucia's death. Mm. Um, and she, because she visited where Lucia was found in the mm. woods. And yep. the scene just before it is her like just soaking in the snow and the scene of it all. Um, mm. And then the next scene is her explaining it to Manny and then tell it, her telling him like it was beautiful and it was yeah. that it was beautiful there. Yeah. And I don't know, I just thought that was really... <laughs> yeah,
0: it I was really when, meaningful.
1: When you go in perfect. to
0: write write a book about mental illness, you could make yeah. it very ugly. Because yeah, sure. like the reality of mental illness is that it can be really ugly. And mm. you know, when I was reading the the um, parts where it's in the psychiatric um, mm. facility, like the mm. only things that I that it reminded me of like movies like Girl Interrupted or Mm. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest which are very kind of very dark very bleak depictions of mental illness and it could yeah it could Mm. the ugliness could overwhelm everything but this book is not it does have its dark points but I think overall like the title really does capture its spirit you know it does the writing is very beautiful and like even in their their despairing moments um these characters do uh encounter and, and beauty and, beauty and, and, hope. Yeah. and hope and hope and all that thing so I think um, yeah so the even writing if, is even, really beautiful yeah I think for a debut author mm. and for someone who's not she's not like a lifelong author this is like a no. second or third career which is amazing yeah um, I thought the writing was so good I, mm. I loved it I the, some of the sentences were just so beautiful and yeah, um, yeah that's like the one thing that I would want to add to that just it's beautiful writing Mm. yeah
1: and a great title and it's not like a
0: kind of like unapproachable kind of beautiful writing no no
1: no no it's there are no
0: sentences where you're like what is she trying to say what does that mean it's nothing goes over your head everything is in plain language but in it's just crafted so because i would say
1: some of the other books we've read are like snobby books yeah you know what i mean yeah totally prose is like like i think of like I definitely, the short story one. Yeah. Or even like Fates and Furies. Yeah. And I was going to say Fates and Furies was just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But this book, yeah, it's clear. It's beautiful. uh, It's expressive. um, Mm. At the same time, capturing all these different cultures and characters and their complexities. Yeah. um, You rarely find an oversimplified character. Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I really recommend it. I think, um, Yeah, it's been a while since I read a book that I really enjoyed. And it has an ending.
0: It has an ending, (laughs) even though I didn't really like it. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I get what you're saying too, though. But I'm still just glad that there was an
0: ending. And I think, like, just as, like, I really love the bits that depicted motherhood, I think if you're Mm. someone where, you know, you do have a family member or someone you love dearly, does struggle with mental illness, I think this would be somewhat a cathartic book um, to read as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And maybe if you do, maybe you guys can really let us know if it was if you feel like it was an accurate portrayal or not. I mean, yeah, we would. Because I know.
0: don't think she's the author's writing from experience. I think she's yeah. done a lot of research, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's something that she's like she's not she's not Lucia, she's not Miranda. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I think she does mm-hmm. um deal with the complexity of, complexity of it well, like you know, from sure. from my understanding of it anyway. So. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it was a really great – it was a really good read. I really liked it.
1: really recommend it. Agreed. Agreed, finally.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice. I'm so proud of us. I know. I feel
0: accomplished. Well, I mean, we still have to edit and publish it, but, yeah, it'll get done eventually. Yeah, I'll I'll do. No, no, no,
1: but, yeah. I say
0: we just to make you feel included, (laughs) but, yeah. Thanks, yeah.
1: Heather, before – I mean, before Heather was – um, having the baby you were like oh should I teach you how to do it and so I was like no 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 nah, nah. <laughs> no no it's like a maternity leave handover no 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 no. I'm good I'm good
0: <laughs> anyway yeah. I've kind of been hearing um, Lucy my Lucy oh, let out a few squeaks so I probably oh,
1: should go yes yes sorry <laughs> um, yeah. yes you run and we'll catch you guys next time hopefully yep.
0: soon yep. and we'll announce thanks a new book on our guys. Facebook yeah um, we will yeah.
1: thanks for listening goodbye Bye.